Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian, right out of Oklahoma City. We got a good show for you tonight. We got Will Martin from the band Earshot, which everybody has to. I mean, everyone knows Earshot, so I'm excited to have you on Thank you for being here, and let's get this party started. All right, before we start this interview, I do want to remind everybody to please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're also on all podcasting platforms, Apple, Spotify, Deezer, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and wherever you get your podcasts, except Amazon. We're not on Amazon. Okay. Will Martin, man, what's going on and how are you? Are you excited to be back and making music, you know, with Earshot? I am. You know, I'm always excited when we have new stuff to put out. You know, I'm always excited to see how fans react to our new music, um, whether they love it or they hate it. You know, it's it's exciting to see. So, yeah. You ever, you ever get any fans? You ever get any fans that will message you like, I don't know about that one? Does that ever happen? Like, well, our fans are actually even a little more honest than that. They'll they'll <laughs> go right in the comments section of a post and be like, eh, if they feel that way. But you know, luckily we don't get those too often. Um, generally speaking, you know, uh, the stuff that we've been putting out has been pretty well received. Lucky for us. So I, I guess we're doing something right. Yeah, well, I mean, you've been around since when the band started, 1999, I think, somewhere around there. That's when we formed, but we didn't actually start putting out records until 2002. Okay, okay. And then we've just kind of, we, you know, we went strong there for a little while. We went through two different record labels, released three national LPs, and then since 2015, we've just kind of been putting out music, you know, sporadically here and there. Um, But, you know, the since this incarnation of the band has happened mm. a few years ago, uh, we had been quiet for about four years, maybe five, even prior to that. Yeah, you guys went through a little hiatus, right? Kind of took a little break. For, so when you took the break, um, was it something that you knew you were going to come back into the band new, or were you guys just really kind of not sharing, just living separate lives. And one day let's get the band back together. So, at least speaking for myself, I think I had just reached that level of burnout, right? Yeah. Like we, I, you know, myself personally, I just been working so hard for so many years, you know, and, and I've had my fair share of ups and downs, you know, in this business, yeah. like, like other people. And uh, so I needed a break. I needed to step back away from that a little bit. And what I did for some of those years in that hiatus was actually, it wasn't something that I set out to do. Um, mm. but it was something that, you know, some people that I, that had worked for our band in the past had thought that I would be really good at. And that was tour managing. Oh, cool. And so, um, one of the first bands that I tour managed was a little, a little baby band, 
Um, and I don't think they were signed at the time. They were called Hourcast. Okay. And then from that, I got a call to tour manage Peter Murphy, which I was really shocked about that one. And I tour managed Peter Murphy for about a year, a little over a year. And then I tour managed UFO after that for a couple of tours, which cool. that was a lot of fun. And then in 2015, I tour managed a little a little band called The Misfits that's hanging out. Oh, right okay. Oh, right on. Uh, and I still do work with them. So um, that's what I've been doing. And, and now I've kind of all of those people that I've worked for have kind of pushed me out of the nest and said, you need to get back out there. You you're great at what you do. You need to get out there and, and be with us doing what we do. So here I am. It, I want to go back to you talk about record labels. He's went to a couple different record labels and was because what I think one was like Warner Brothers and uh, and Universal. Universal. Is it was there for bands getting signed? I know it's a lot different nowadays, but was there a big difference, or did they pretty much run kind of the same? They're pretty much the same. Yeah. Um, you know, for the most important thing when you're when you're looking at labels and you're working with a label, the the, the thing that you hope for the most is the support. Mm. So you're hoping that you don't just have one or two people at the label that are behind your band. You really, right. ideally you want everybody across all departments supporting your band because it takes everybody moving in sync with each other to really move the needle on things. Um, and that's the toughest part is sort of, you know, corralling. It's like corralling wild cats. Yeah. Or, yeah. or even, you know, dare I say, it's like corralling, musicians in a band you know all together when they all yeah so it's kind of a similar situation except that a label there's more people Mm. that you have to corral and you have to sit with and and to be honest with you there's there are times where there are people that aren't fully on board so you have to like a good politician you got to go in there (laughs) and meet with them and and get them on board you know to to get it in gear so um, that's the toughest part of being at a label and you know it's 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 a tough it's a tough game. Yeah, I, you know, I was gonna and I wanted to ask you during your break. You know, I I, I hear this often with uh, people that have toured a lot. They just kind of need a, a mental a mental break from things, and because you know, there's there's highs and there's lows. You know, I mean, everything's all excited when your band's getting signed and stuff, and you're doing all these great things, and that that could wear on somebody. I would assume mentally exhausting. Sure. Um, when they finally sit down and, and take a break, but you went into tour, tour managing and, and managing some of these bands. Uh, were you, and I guess that was the break, even though you still stayed in the music industry, that break for you helped you out with not having to tour with your own band and do stuff with earshot at that time. Is that, is that, is that accurate to say? Yeah. So I think in a strange way, you know, me, consulting with these really great iconic bands and talented bands. Mm -hmm. I think I realized that I needed to take my own advice, you know, that I was giving them and yeah. And because they go through the same, literally the exact same issues that I go through. And so I think I realized that, because I think I was going through a, a moment where I just thought it was me and maybe, it was, you know, maybe it was just me. Mm-hmm. But it's even it's even, you know, bigger iconic artists that go through the same struggles that 
that I go through and experience. And, you know, coupled with that, I mean, um, they were just, even though I was doing work for them, you know, real work, mm-hmm. for them, they were, they were very uh, interested in, and wanting me to move on with my career because they felt like I should. Right. Selfishly, they would say, you know, stay here, but they <laughs> right. felt like this is, you're, you're great. This is something you should be. And so they were always very supportive of that. So for that, I really, it means a lot when you get, you know, words of encouragement from people that you respect. Yeah. It, it's good. It's good to surround yourself with people that not only that you respect, respect you and, at the same time, they understand your talent and what your outlets needed. And to promote that and push that is a very, you know, that's, that's a, those are good friends to have and surround yourself people with, you know, it. Sure. And I'm eternally grateful for that. Absolutely. So you and I, this song just came out when just recently, right? Uh, I think about three weeks ago now. Uh, <laughs> well, it came out Valentine's day. So three or maybe four weeks, almost this point yep we're still early in the game yeah are you guys do you guys plan is there a music video in the works for it um so not a music video we all live in different places so aaron and john live in pennsylvania uh mikey and andy live in florida and i'm here in los angeles in in hollyweird so we're kind of all scattered it's a little it's a little more challenging for us just to get together and shoot a video yeah. Um, but you know, listen, I mean, uh, I think for now we're just going to have to be that enigmatic band, you know, that, that enigma that just, uh, that's there kind of floats around still, yeah. still making, still making music. But now, you know, I thought you guys were on a little bit more of a hiatus, I guess not. You guys, you, you said the bands are back together for a few years now. So you've been also recently putting out other songs besides just this one. Right. So we, actually reactivated with the new lineup mm-hmm. um in 2019 okay we did a show in vegas at a club called counts vamped we did okay. um a show in arizona of which the name ex- escapes me and then we flew to texas and we did uh houston dallas and i think maybe san antonio i can't remember um and then our plan was to all get together in a studio and start hammering out all these song ideas that we had. And then Mm -hmm. the pandemic happened. So that put a kibosh on everything. And so we kind of waited it out like most other people did trying to see if maybe this would be just like a month long thing or maybe Mm -hmm. a two month long thing and ended up being two and a half, almost three, as you know. But um, so we kind of had to adapt and pivot and figure out how to, you know, at least put music out and figure out how to do it remotely since we all live, you know, across the right. country, basically. And so, you know, the good thing about the pandemic was it taught us another way to collaborate, you know, leveraging technology, you know, to mm-hmm. be able to do that. And um, it worked out really well. The first thing that we put out was uh, a remake of Alanis Morissette's Uninvited, which came out phenomenal. Oh, nice. Um, and then we put out about 10 months later, we put out our first original music since the aftermath EP that we put out mm-hmm. called been a long time. And then now we have, you know, you and I, and an unplugged version of tongue tied, which was a song off of our second album too. Um, and we just, 
I just felt like Valentine's Day was a good day to put out you and I, since that's you know what the song is about. It's, it's a heavy love song, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't and, get those. You don't get those very often. I don't think you know. Right, and so uh, Valentine's Day was the day that we picked, and but then we realized also that not everybody appreciates Valentine's Day. Um, for some people, it's sure. not you know roses and you know, and love. So that's why we decided to put out Tongue Tide, which is kind of the antithesis of you and I. And we wanted to do an unplugged version that that had more of the vibe of um, like an MTV Unplugged or, you know, Guns N' Roses Lies, you know, that album where they had, you know, some live acoustic tracks on there that were really cool. And so that's what we did. And we're just really proud of, we continue to be, you know, just really proud and amazed about how we're able to, you know, to hash out songs that, you know, even when we're all together is really tough to do yeah. because there's so many ideas and everybody wants to try different stuff, but now we're doing it apart and separately. And then I think in some ways it actually worked to our benefit because we kind of were out of each other's way to try things instead of, instead of being there to kind of, you know, pass judgment on something. On the other hand, it's also nice to get that real-time feedback as much as it sometimes sucks. So, um, do, do you have to, I want to play a song, but you just touched on something that is curious to me. You released a song on Valentine's day and yep. then you released your, your other song to kind of counter it. Yeah. Do you have to, a band of your stature with the, the, you know a lot of fans is that something you really have to think about releasing on a specific date because there could be backlash no i just I, we were just trying to be a little cheeky i guess with it <laughs> yeah. um it's just you know lyrically speaking you and i is a song that i've never really written before you know, it's actually, I mean, I write songs all the time about, you know, failing relationships and, you know, love and all of this stuff. But this it's is the easier first, to write about. Well, yeah, because it, it happens, you know, to everybody. Right. Sure, like, yeah. And that's the stuff that we remember and hold on to most. Um, but this was the first, you know, positive song that about a relationship or love that I've written lyrically. And so I just it just felt like. It was just coincidental that Valentine's Day was coming up and we still hadn't released that song yet, even though we had finished it maybe, you know, four or five months or so prior to when we released it. But um, but no, we didn't we never feel like we have to, you know, do it on a specific day. It just it just seemed like a cool day. You know? Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. Let's yeah. check out this song. Um, let's play it right now and then we'll uh, continue the conversation. Let's do it. Got it going. Here we go. Ah 
with you and i man dude that's such an awesome song i bet you're super proud of that uh when you put that song out there absolutely totally uh, like like i said before um really proud of you know all the guys and the you know the, the effort that we put into to every song actually yeah so uh we haven't disappointed ourselves yet i'm, I'm happy you, to say you, you caught me off guard earlier um when you say you did work with the Misfits, because before we started this, before, he said, I like your poster. I said, yeah, I'd want to get him on the show, but yeah. uh, they seem like they might be kind of boring to talk to. But I take that back publicly. I take that back. <laughs> they might be kind of boring, but I still have him on. Okay? Hey, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll pass it on. Pass okay, it. right on, man. I got to ask you. I do I do want to know, because you were a touring manager, right? And so you, yeah. saw, a different, you saw a different side of um, – the the industry being being i guess working with the bands as opposed to being in the bands and then you guys did a tour stint again in 2019 yeah. now did you do you still have a tour manager or can you manage that yourself with the experience um i mean right now i do because i mean we're just doing show we're doing fly dates that's what we call them we just fly in and and do a show or two and okay. then back home um that we can do ourselves but when we do something more extensive we'll probably you know as usual get somebody to and then you know of course we'll have my watchful eye as well on it too but right. uh, <laughs> but i mean it's it you know it's just um there's not a whole lot of magic to tour managing other than you have to be very detail oriented mm -hmm. um, you have to be someone that people like and respect um, and that doesn't always mean that people are going to like you every second of the day, but you know, as long as there's that respect and then, and you also too have to understand, or at least for me, what has been helpful for me is that I understand from an artist perspective, the things that bother artists and why they do. Right. So I, right. I can already relate to that. And I think that's honestly why I've had, you know, uh, good success with 
you know, the bands that I have worked with is they, they understand that I get it and, and I can talk artists speak. So to speak. Do, do you have a lot of um, people that, that tour in bands, do you have a lot of people reach out to you? Maybe they're feeling, you know, a little bit down um, since you kind of had some sort of mentally kind of exhausted. Does anyone ever look to you for advice uh, in that realm? So funny you mentioned that. Uh, the answer to that question is yes. Uh, sometimes I think people get a little timid sometimes, like they don't mm. want to bother me or, or they think I just don't give a shit, but, <clears throat> yeah. but I do. Uh, but interestingly enough, during the pandemic, because I had nothing to do, literally, I was going fucking crazy out of my mind. Yeah. Um, one of the feedback that I've gotten from the people that I've worked for over the years in tour managing, and there have been other bands and artists as well that I've worked with, but one of the, the feedback that I get is, is that I should be a mentor or a coach because I can relate so well and I can, wow, you know, I can talk about and articulate, you know, things that are going through um, that they can't quite put their finger on. So I went, actually, I went to school to become an internationally certified um, executive and personal development coach, just for the reason that you just said, I, my, my, one of my goals moving forward is to actually work with other bands and artists, not just in tour managing, but actually for their mental health and well-being, right? To help kind of through that, because it can be tough sometimes. And I went through it the hard way. Um, a lot of the stuff that I went through, I just went through on my own and just had to figure it out on my own. And I did have some friends that I was able to lean on mm-hmm. or to get some advice, but um, it's tough. And um so that's something that's very important to me too. That that I literally just graduated from a couple of months ago. Congratulations, man! That's a very noble uh, decision to make and and make into reality. I think a lot of people are going to really appreciate that, man. That's kudos to you for doing that. Right on, yeah. And uh, so that'll be rolling out uh, pretty soon. I'm I'm kind of doing some some stuff right now, trying to figure out you know how how to best roll it out and how this will work. But uh, the name of the name of my, I guess, company, I guess, if you want to call it company mm-hmm. is called Encore Coaching. So it has to do with music, you know, doing an encore. That's called Encore Coaching and Consulting. And that's what I intend to do is I intend to work with artists, artist management, working closely with management, you know, with artists and helping the artists really, you know, accomplish and achieve what it is that they want to achieve and, and helping mm-hmm. them get to where they want to go. Man, dude, you're gonna help a lot of people. You're just so—I don't know if it's like this, like every day or just on this interview, but you seem very calm and like methodical when you think. You know, all of my clients, every single one of them. I'm not, and they don't talk to each other. They've mm-hmm. given me the same nickname. They call me the Zen Master because <laughs> I can see that I'm always very calm, even when shit is fucking going crazy. I have this ability. I, I mean, I wish I could do it in my own life, but I have this ability to just kind of slow everything down so slow and make everybody feel okay about it, you know, until we navigate it. So, I mean, I I guess I'm doing something right in that regard. And I just, I'm just being me though. I'm just, you know, doing my thing and, and just kind of zooming out and, you know, taking it as it comes and, and living to fight another day. You're calming me down and that's hard to do. (laughs) You're a lot of fun. You're actually a lot of fun, Iber. You actually give me energy, so I don't want to do oh, that. Oh, good, good. 
that's no, good. Man. That's good. All right. But, uh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. It, what were you gonna say? It's, it's important to me to, uh, you know, that's that's the one thing that I really that's helped me, you know, right now is me helping other artists, which that's mm. what I did with tour managing. I was helping them with their career, right? I wasn't right. focused on mine. I was I was wholly focused on making their tour the best experience for them that it could possibly be. Awesome. And and so that's in helping them, it actually helped me. So it's a two-way street in all that's honesty. Funny how that works. That is so funny how that works. Yep. Um, helping people can you help yourself. I, I really feel I, I do want to ask a fan favorite before we get off of here. I, I got to ask you one question. Um, but on this subject, you know, sometimes helping somebody else out, mm-hmm. you really see the issues within yourself. It's it's almost like if you're teaching something, uh, I've, I've taught, I've taught, you know, boring to you guys, but some legal stuff, it's real boring stuff, but teaching it made me understand what I was doing for my, my job. Yeah, more because I understood it because students would ask me questions. I didn't know the answer. I had to go find it. So when you're teaching, you, it's almost like you can learn more. And especially with uh, with with this particular subject that, that you're working on. Yeah. I mean, it really is. You're learning. You're actually learning or I'm learning with people that I help. Yeah, actually. And some stuff, you know, there are things when people tell me about a situation that I can go, oh, yeah, it's this, this, X equals Y equals Z. But the reality is, is every experience is different, right? And mm-hmm. I understand that. So I, I'm never one to judge a situation and say, oh, well, that means this or you should do this because that may not be true. So it's really one of those things that I've learned. What I've really learned the most is that no two experiences are ever the same. So yeah, you could say this restaurant sucked. It was horrible. Don't go there. And then I go there and I go, actually, I thought it was fucking great. They're just two different experiences. The same place. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe the cook was having a bad day that day yep. that you went. Maybe it was a new chef the day that I went. Who knows? It could be a whole bunch of different factors. But yep, that's the one thing that I think that the biggest takeaway for me in, in, in all of this and this journey is, is really just that. So um that's one of the things that I, I really impress upon people when I'm when I'm talking with them and consulting with them is is I'm very focused on that fact so that yeah. they can keep an open mind about things. Well, hopefully we can help you gain some business from this episode. Not only listen to your music, but maybe fit some bands that listen that may want to reach out uh, to you. I do want to ask you a, a, a fan favorite, I guess. Do you have a favorite song? And this is one of those very generic questions, right? But do you have a favorite song uh, on stage that when that song comes on, you just feel the energy and you just know it's going to be a great show or performance? That's an easy answer. And the mm-hmm. song is Getaway. Nice. So Getaway was our very first single. And every time we play that song, every show, uh, ever since that song became a, a radio favorite back in that the chorus is sung to us. I don't even have to sing the chorus getaway. Like it's literally sung by the entire crowd. And yeah. We've had crowds of 64,000 people singing it. We've had crowds of 10 people. It's just amazing how every time that we play that song, it, it just sends a charge, you know, through yeah. our fans and for us. And it's just really amazing to me that 
when I think about we actually created something that meant so much to people and, and affected their lives so much to where they remember it. Yeah. Right. And they feel it and you and you can see it. You know, when people are singing that chorus back to us, they're really they really mean it. And so that's really cool. So that would have to be our favorite song to play live. That is so cool, man. Great, 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 great answer to that question. Now the people know. Uh, I mean, that's really all I have for you today. I mean, fantastic interview. I love talking with you, man. And uh, and if the misfits come on, just let them know they're allowed to give me shit. I'll I'll accept that. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, everyone, check, check out ear, check out earshot. Go ahead. What are you gonna say? No, I said it's all good, man. All okay, good. Okay. Check out Earshot's new music. I mean, buy their merch. You can, I mean, obviously, you can look them up. I don't have to ask the questions. Where can you find you? Every platform, they're everywhere. Stream their music. And, um, and yeah, I guess, I guess that's it. I do want to remind everyone to please uh, go to YouTube, subscribe to our channel, and check us out on all podcasting platforms. Once again, that's all the time I got for the show. Will, if you will stay right there till after the outro song plays, please, so it doesn't mess up. Any kind of weird thing, that'd be perfect. That's well, all we got. Well, Peace I'll tell out. you what. I'll tell you what before you go, before you go, Sebastian. Yep. I've yep. never, all honesty, I've never heard of your show before. But yep. I think, honestly, and this is no bullshit, I don't blow smoke. People that know me will tell you. I love your energy, and I love this show. So I hope Thank much you. more continued success for you, my friend. I hope we do this more. Dude, that's awesome. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yes, yes. Now that's all we got. Peace out, rock on, and much love. This is the loud spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does Nothing Short of Tragic have his back again? Yes. Does anything that's good really have to end? Yes. A pin post has a pin show, so to get more episodes, make an order, this is over. Thanks for watching our video. Don't forget to click the like and share button. Don't forget to go to our YouTube and subscribe. If you want to listen to our audio and pick up some cool merch, go to www.theloudspot.net. Peace out. Rock on. Maryland sports fans. There's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 